Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talk session from Eventia. I'm Jack Stratton, your host from Insider Trends and joined by Osa Steen, a Commerce Advisor at Eventia. Hello, Osa. Hello, how are you? You said this thing that I'd love to kind of spend some time talking about it. You said it's not the next deploy that gives results, it's how you use them. Um, and then you explain that a little bit to me, which is super interesting. So if I could just ask you to um, explain that a little bit, the point that you were making um, for the for the listeners. Yeah, after GoLow with the new uh, e-com solution, it's easy that we put up uh, tickets. Uh, this should be developed and so on. And uh, the marketing and the editors and uh, e-com uh, team are always waiting for the next deploy. In the next deploy, we will have this feature. In the next deploy, we will have this one. So it's easy to just look ahead and not look at what we can do because you can do a lot of stuff on your web page to uh, increase the conversion rate and average order value and etc. You just do you don't have to wait for the next deploy each time. So uh, that's what we have talked with many clients about. Um, because when it comes to like third party solutions or uh, new features from us, it's very important that you have a plan. It must be a reason why we do this deploy. And when we have that plan, so then the internal um, uh, work begins and with the marketing team and the e-com team, editors, communication and etc. So when it comes up live or in pre-prod, you have a thinking and then you're going to test it. And then when it goes live in the deploy, you know what to do. So you have a plan. I will uh, do this A-B test, I will do this one, I will have this communication and this will get this for the uh, end customer because often it's, you just to deploy something. It's really interesting to me because from um, someone, you know, I have sort of broad retail knowledge, I'm, I'm not, e-commerce isn't, you know, a massive area of expertise. So from the outside looking in and the, and the way in which I understand um, the kind of things eventually has done, the solutions it offers, one thing I often think is um, for all the benefits of uh, headless commerce and these kinds of solutions where you can almost just fill up your basket with all the different third party things you can add to your solution, which is great, which is really, really cool. I often think I wonder if clients and businesses do make the mistake of just just adding them on and just thinking, well, cool, that will solve that problem. And this one will solve that problem and this one will solve that problem. And actually. Every single one of these third-party solutions, you'll know more about this, but probably they're really big undertakings, right? They do big things. Um, they can transform a business, but equally, they could probably really not work when they're used in the wrong way. So is that maybe something of, not necessarily a problem, but something that businesses underestimate? Because for me, when I look at those, I don't think I really think about what, those, what goes into making those third-party solutions actually work. Yeah, it's easy that you just go live with third parties and you don't have anyone who is working with it in the daily work. Because you go live and then who's going to run it? Because for like PIM or Ecom or stuff like that, you know who is in charge. But for these third parties, it's easy. It goes uh, through the whole organization. It's from marketing, it's from Ecom, it's for everyone, it's for SOMI. So it's very important to not work in silos in those areas. And uh, sometimes when we have uh, our clients uh, in a meeting, it could be the first time 
those are in the same meeting because it's a lot of silos out there. But when a new thing comes, you have to be in the same lead. And the SOMI has to know what you're doing and the marketing must know what you're doing. So really clear communication for everyone and getting everyone involved from the very beginning and the planning. And, and also, do you, um, so of course, a lot of these third party solutions we're talking about, they're, they're events here partners, aren't they? They're, they're businesses that you guys know very, very well. You have close relationships with. Yeah. How does that come into play when it comes to getting the most out of these um, new deploys? So not just launching them, but actually making them work. Are those partnerships really important? The fact that you know these third party companies really well? It's very, it's very important that we know these third party solutions. So we are close partners with every one of them. And it's, it could also be something that's not third party. It could be a new feature for the website just from our side. Uh, that should be a plan when we go live with that feature. It could be like uh, upsells or something like that that's on the web page. And how to use it, why to use it and for whom. Uh, it's very important because you can do a very personalized personal site for uh, a customer. But you have to know how to do it or and when to do it. So uh, every time a new feature comes up in the deploy, then we will know the reason why it's up there and who's gonna manage it afterwards. It's important uh, regarding uh, nevertheless, which kind of feature it is. Mm. Do you think um, there is a cultural factor around this as well? Um, do you find that your clients you know, similarly to what we were talking about in the last session, launching new e-commerce solutions, do you feel that clients often in this in this kind of world where we're always talking about the features and oh, that's a feature rich solution and all this stuff. Do you find that a lot of your clients um, kind of just get they buy into that idea too much that, that, that you that the feature itself is going to you know blow all their competitors out the water like and that's it yeah sometimes it's like that because i often get okay if i do this change which uh, how much will i increase my conversion rates uh, every total value or something like that and i said okay the feature can help you but it's how you are using it that will give you the the return so uh, so that's what i always say and uh, do a b tests all the time just know if you're on the right track and uh, even do the tests once more a little bit uh, down the road because um, we are involving all the time our, uh, we people uh, so we are doing different uh, in different times and just very briefly this is an enormous question in itself so we'll just kind of you know um only touch the surface of it, but from an omni-channel perspective, um, this problem I would think, or this challenge becomes even more complicated. Um, and I know that you're a commerce advisor, not just e-commerce, you're looking at kind of lots of different aspects of omni-channel strategy. Just briefly, this thing about, you know, it's not just the deployment, um, it's about how you use them. Is that, you know, is that a bigger issue when it comes to Omnichannel? Is it different? So when we're talking about these third party solutions that then involve the physical world as well and how maybe you're linking up with other parts of the supply chain, um, does that complicate it even further? 
It, it can, but it also gets you a new way of working. That could be a, because we have like screens in stores, in-store screens, as we know. And if you uh, take those third-party solutions sometimes in-store too, or uh, you can do this personalization in-store too. You have this tracking and everything else, the fancy stuff that's in-store. So you can see who is in uh, the store and you can do uh, this um, personalization in the big screens in-stores too. So I think uh, the future is coming and uh, it's going to be a little a more omnichannel focus, I think. Uh, yes. on and offline because now in the pandemic we have seen it uh, when you close the store okay then you have the e-com and now the stores are open a little bit more and then the e-com is and uh, stores are working together again so it's this uh, back and forth all the time and I think yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of companies sees that now uh, for this like uh, this Black Friday we have seen all these uh, reports and we see that coming. Yeah, and it just made me think when I think about Omnichannel, if you talk about screens in stores, um, it makes me think of an age old store problem, which is that uh, brands deploy in-store technology or in-store concepts like personalization. Um, but you can tell sometimes the brands who haven't really, um, you know, planned how they're going to get the best out of it. There's a sense that they just push that idea into the store and then, you know, results will lead naturally. And it's the same as what you're talking about in e-com. It's exactly the same because actually that's when the work begins. That's how you have to test it. Maybe the screens are in the wrong part of the store. Maybe they're not working in the right way. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe they're not displaying the right products, whatever. And you realize that um, it's the same problem. It's the um, obsession with the features, but maybe not how to actually use them, work them, test them, having the right team around them, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah. And that's where you have to plan. Uh, if you have a plan, it's yeah. <laughs> omnichannel plan. You have a support group in in uh, inside in-house, then you know what to do with this. Uh, mm. You have this uh, A, B, C, D testing and uh, you know, OK, if that doesn't work, then we do it that way. And if that one doesn't work, we do it that way. So you always have to have a roadmap for each feature, too. So that's where the complexity comes, because you have to work with it. It's not just go gap with something new on the website or in store and think, OK, it's going to fly on its own because it's never going to fly on its own. If you don't don't do anything, then it's just a blank feature. A blank yep. screen, and that's, for, um, for example. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I can totally see that's where um, that's the real one of the biggest um, aspects of the value of Eventia's strategy team or the advisors. I get that because actually, um, without that, it's kind of like the solution and the client. Um, you know, and and actually all that advising, all that stuff in between, you realize how important that is um, when it comes to the deployment of the solution, but also of all these third party things. Yeah. Um, thanks, so. so it's been really, really interesting. Again, hopefully we get a chance to talk about this um, even more. Um, but um, in the meantime, that's all we've got time for. Um, thanks for taking the time to watch this or listen to it, but also um, We've got dozens of these from that we've done from the past with all kinds of different people at events here, many of Eventia's clients and people from all around the kind of omni-channel and e-commerce world. So um, take a minute to look into our back catalogue. Um, and thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks, Sasha. Thank you. Bye. Bye.